I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It is Tax Day 2021, a month and two days late, uh, like all things pandemic. But, you know, if, there, if there's one thing that absolutely unites the nation, I think it is our shared grumbling when we begrudgingly pay our taxes. Now, very important for us to remember and to note that it was on this day, May 17th, 1769, 252 years ago, George Washington launched a political shot across the bow at Great Britain with resolutions that he entered into the uh, Virginia House of Burgesses that were taking on and resolutions taking out what he described as the British taxation without representation. So here we are, 252 years later. The headlines today, of course, tell us that it is once again tax day. And I think it's time for us to look past the headlines and reconsider Washington's resolution. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So it is time to think again as it relates to taxes, what we pay, what we get for what we pay, and why. And we're going to break all of that down over the next couple of segments of the program there's always promises. Uh, people are always saying they're they're going to take care of our taxes for us. And so often uh, it is a political promise without any conviction, a political promise that uh, usually is forgotten even before the votes get counted. Uh, things that we tend to forget as Americans. Why? Because we're so busy working so we can pay our taxes uh, and do all the other things that we do in our communities. Uh, But I want to give you just a a little historic look here. Uh, Robin put this together for us today, and this is fascinating. Uh, This spans from President Nixon all the way to President Trump and to President Biden and a few in between talking about taxes. Think again about these promises. Ladies and gentlemen, the Vice President of the United States, Richard M. Nixon, I would like to talk to you for a moment about dollars and cents. Your dollars and cents. Now, my opponents want to increase federal expenditures as much as $18 billion a year. 
how will they pay for it? There are only two ways. One is to raise your taxes. That hurts everyone. The other is to increase our national debt, and that means raising your prices. Congress will push me to raise taxes, and I'll say no. And they'll push, and I'll say no. And they'll push again, and I'll say to them, read my lips. No new taxes. For working families making less than $180,000 a year, there will be no income tax increase. I repeat, for working families making less than $180,000 a year, there will be no income tax increase. If you are a family making two, less than $250,000 a year, you will not see your taxes go up. Nobody making under 400,000 bucks would have their taxes raised, period. Bingo. Low-income Americans will pay no income tax at all. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> when a politician promises no new taxes or that it's only going to be on certain people, uh, just you got to think again uh, because the taxes keep going up, uh, the payments keep going up. But here's the real problem. The spending is going up at such a rate that the taxes, there's no way for the taxes to keep up. And that's what we've got to really think again about. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, it was on this day, May 17th, 1769, 252 years ago, George Washington launched a legislative initiative there in the uh, Virginia House of Burgesses. Uh, the revol- the resolution uh, was drafted by George Mason, by the way. Got to give proper credit where credit is due there. Uh, and, of course, the, uh, the result uh, was that... Uh, the, the British uh, disbanded the House of Burgesses. <laughs> so always hard to, to fight against uh, those who are enforcing the taxes. Uh, but, of course, this has been part of our history as Americans, uh, this idea of taxation without representation. I'm going to talk a little bit later on this hour about the ultimate taxation without representation that nobody's talking about today. Uh, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Uh, but I want to give you some perspective and some scale to this whole thing everybody says oh well we you know we can just do this we can do that uh just some some interesting facts when it comes to taxes and what uh, is actually brought in every year uh, so let's go to, to 2020 so the in uh, 2020 so this would have been for the 2019 tax year uh, the federal government collected 3.4 trillion in revenue $3.4 trillion in revenue. You all know I'm really bad at math, but this is really easy. So the budget, the federal budget, which really wasn't a budget because they didn't pass it as a budget, which they haven't done for a long, long time. We'll have that discussion another day. That's something else to rethink. Why is it that Congress, there's so few of their jobs that are outlined in the Constitution, but having a budget and corresponding spending appropriations bills is in the Constitution, and yet we let our elected officials get away with not doing it on the federal level year after year after year. Uh, So the federal budget, so to speak, uh, covering October 2020 through September 2021, that's the fiscal year, uh, the spending, just what was on the books, $4.8 trillion. So remember, they're they're only bringing in $3.4 trillion in revenue they're already spending over $1.4 trillion more than they're bringing in. Like I said, I am not good at math, 
but that's pretty easy for me to tell. You're spending $1.4 trillion more than you're bringing in. There's not a single one of us in our households who can get away with that. And that's not even counting, that's not even counting all the coronavirus pandemic relief packages that have gone out, trillions of dollars there. We've got a $2.3 trillion infrastructure bill sitting in Congress at the moment. We've got a family plan bill that's another $1.8 trillion. Uh, that's a lot of money. And so the fascinating thing to me is we think again about taxes. Yeah, taxes can unite us to be sure. But we are entering a space in this country where regardless of how high you raise, we heard all of those presidents say they wouldn't raise taxes on families making 180000 and then it was 200000 then 240000 and now it's 400000 and we keep moving the goalpost. I'm telling you, we're getting to a space in terms of our debt and our deficit spending where you could confiscate all the money from people making over 500000 a year, and you wouldn't fill the hole. And so we got to rethink this whole thing. Yeah, we can all grumble and we can joke about it's tax day and the tax man cometh and all of that. Uh, But there are some weighty issues, some serious things that aren't going to impact us. uh, But they're ultimately they are ultimately going to impact those who really have no representation. You want to talk about taxation without representation? I'm going to tell you about some people that you care about who you don't know yet we're going to get stuck paying the bill. We're going to talk about that coming up next. We got to rethink this. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today. Started 2 years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, "You need to give us your phone and Get ready, because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.